Hello, I'm Jonathan Scott, and welcome to On Air Education, a program dedicated to helping teachers, parents, and students with both blended and distance learning. On Air Education is in its second season, and when we started the show, less than 30% of our community had Wi-Fi, which made distance learning impossible. Today, less than 10% of our community is without broadband communication, and we have a free offer to tell you about in a few minutes. But first, I want to tell you about today's show and introduce our panel. Producing On Air, on Air Education, we soon realized that a lot of families were out of work, causing their teenagers to go out and get a job. Many of our students found jobs and careers that they enjoy and will not be going on to college. Some students will want to start a business, fixing cars, painting houses, landscaping, or selling t-shirts from home. Not all of you will become TikTok sensations, unfortunately. We have invited a great panel for this episode on starting your own business. Our first guest is a Las Vegas headliner, currently appearing at the Tropicana Hotel and in fantasy. Please say hello to magician Murray Sawchuk. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? And Good seeing you. I think I'm correct that with your, your, your new bride, Danny, you've yes. started this business together, your own landscaping business. Tell us about how, I mean, everything was shut down, so you were yeah. looking for something to do, I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, I, I've, over the last 30 years, I've always landscaped my own yards and my homes from Canada to Florida to Vegas, wherever I've lived. And I've always helped my friends, and we had that year off where we kind of just were wondering what we were doing. And of course, I had my YouTube channel, my TikTok stuff, which we've, I've been doing for years. And I thought, well, let's do something. You know, let's, why not? Because I talked to all my landscape buddies, and they said it was the best year they've ever had. And I thought, that's amazing. Well, it's outside. You don't need to wear masks. You're not around anybody you know and yeah. you're digging in the dirt and everyone's home to enjoy their backyard so and and they also got the extra money from the government so they wanted to redo all their backyards so i thought you know what let's start a company for the heck of it and something that we can do forever yeah. and so we started and over the last year and a half we had it in dreams landscaping and we have about a team of five to ten people to go out and work on yards we design you know ponds to to rivers to grass <laughs> to trees all that so it's good so it keeps us busy you know we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more into yeah. it uh, dirt to dream landscaping.com is the name of it our next guest is a High school business teacher and photographer Dan Price. How are you, Mr. Price? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I notice you've got cameras on your tie, which I'm, uh, I'm an advocate of promoting uh, what you do by your neckwear. Uh, this has been uh, my photography tie for the last 20 years. Um, <laughs> I, I used to work for Fuji Color a few years ago. It's a national speaker, and I've kept the ties. <laughs> it's a good thing. And, and we've invited uh, representing Clark County Credit Union, Mr. Chris Schlafman. Uh, Chris, did I say your last name right? You did. Schlafman? Yep. Uh, can you lend me 20 bucks still paying? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and virtually joining us from the metaverse, and that's my new thing, the metaverse, uh, is it's a new term, and, and I guess we're all supposed to use it now. Representing the Small Business Administration, Miss Kayla Banda. Kayla, are you there? Can you hear us okay? Where in the world are you? I am here. I am currently located in Portland, Oregon, but representing the state of Nevada, um, home and home and, and raised. It's a part of my heart. So Nevada means home. Yeah, and 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 we've got quite the panel. Uh, you know, I, I made a list. Uh, and our associate producer, uh, Kadam, Carol uh, Adam Sitar, has made some notes for me on, on other things that are going on that we want to talk about, uh, Clark County uh, education, and, and see okay. where you're going with that. But here's some ideas, very briefly, that uh, businesses that people can do from home. 
and I put together a little list. They can buy products in bulk and sell them online. They can sell homemade products, start a drop shipping store, start a print-on-demand business, offer online services, teach online classes, um, offer your own service or expertise, uh, grow an audience that you can monetize, and more you could probably teach uh, to speak to that a little bit. Um, buy an existing e-commerce business, start a subscription box business, turn your pet into an influencer. I have no idea how you would do that, but again, that's a, that's a Marie Sawchuck thing, I think. Uh, sell unwanted <laughs> items, which I have many of, play video games, sell NFTs, and I still, I like saying the word fungible, but I still don't get that either. Uh, be, become a virtual event planner, launch a photography business, Start a beauty business, start an affiliate marketing business, start a daycare business, sell stuff on marketplaces, become a social media manager, become a virtual personal trainer, offer bookkeeping service, design websites, or start a dog grooming business. I'm going to go back to you, Mer. Yes. I'm going to go back to you. Sure. So the landscaping business, how tough was it? I mean, you know, what I want to talk to everybody about is getting permits, uh, what licenses you need to start a business, what kind of accounting you needed to do, mm -hmm. advertising, marketing, how did you, you know, how do you start a business really is the topic. You know, I started as an entrepreneur when I was 11 years old delivering papers, you know what I mean? And my dad would make me rake leaves and shovel snow in the winter and the fall back in Canada. And I'd deliver these 300 papers to homes getting paid for it. So I thought, well, why don't I work for myself? So as I deliver the papers, I went to Kinko's, which we had something called Speedy in, um, sure. in Vancouver, Canada, and I'd make 300 copies. Copies, and before I delivered all my flyers, I'd drop these in. So it was fall, I'd drop my extra flyers in saying, call me to rake your leaves for 50 bucks a yard. And when winter came, I'd uh, snow shoveling flyers. So I got paid to deliver the papers I was delivering along my own advertising that I put in there myself. So that's how I started when I was 12 years old. So I realized you can make your own money very easily if you just think outside the box, you know. So that's, that's kind of, you know, if you have an idea, you can do it. Just, you know, just try not to overspend. It's all about, you know, it's all about you know, your overhead, you know, and as long as your income's lower than your overhead, then you're making money, or higher than your overhead, then you're going to make money. So. I, w I was talking to our, our comedian friend, George Wallace, the other day, and I asked him what his first job was, mm -hmm. and and most of you, I think, are too young to remember this, but we would collect Coke bottles, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you'd get a deposit. You return them. Yeah. In Canada, you still do it. Yeah, they no, still, you do, still it. do In California, some places, they still do it. Too, we right? would do that, and then, uh, you know, on Saturday, we'd go to the, the corner store, the candy store, and we'd cash it in and get a comic book. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Dan, is it what it used to be called home economics and, and life skills? What are they calling it now in the high schools? Well, it's a career and technical education, and it's actually kind of focused on um, allowing students to learn about a particular career and then give them enough skills that they could go out and get a basic job right out of high school uh, doing that or to go on to college. Um, you know, and it's kind of prepares them to go out there. Um, you know, in our school, we have a culinary program. And um, with our, a lot of our programs, actually, uh, the kids can earn college credit. Like in my course, photography and video production, um, they stay for in the class for the three years. Now some of them are moving to two years. They take an end-of-program uh, exam, and if they maintain a B average or better, they can earn college credit towards those uh, programs up at CSN. Chris, I was I was misinformed. For years, I thought Clark County Credit Union you had to work for the county, but that's not the case, is it? No, that's that's not the case. We've got uh, a number of areas that we actually uh, promote as an SEG, as our special interest group. So, medical is one. Uh, you can actually join the credit union by being a member of the Henderson Chamber of Commerce. So, if you or 
the business that you work for is part of the Henderson Chamber, you're completely available to open up a, an account at Clark County. And Kayla, mm -hmm. if you're still there in the kitchen, uh, you and I have talked, uh, you know, at length on the on the telephone about a small business administration and some of the some of the programs that you have. Can you elaborate a little bit about small business and the programs that you have for for new businesses? Sure, absolutely. I think one of the most helpful is the Nevada Small Business Development Center, which is powered by the SBA, um, which helps people start and grow their businesses. So everything from market research to developing business plans to getting funding through lenders like Clark County Credit Union, um, we are here as you're working through those things, uh, all at no cost. That's fabulous. And, and I think the website is sba.gov. I'm just going out on a limb here on that one, but I think that's that's pretty easy on that. Uh, I'm going to take it around the table again. What what um, what difficulties did you have? What what roadblocks did you have, if any, when you were starting the landscaping business? Honestly, I I didn't. You know, um, I think because I I know marketing. I'm not scared to get my hands dirty. You know what I mean? I don't appoint anybody. I do everything myself. And you go then out and learn. do the landscape? Heck yeah, I do. Oh yeah, I don't stay in shape like this sitting at home. <laughs> of I course, hate to say I'm that I've seen you naked, but yes, I think well, everybody, hey, everybody seen me here, naked. I see you I'm in show and business. Daddy. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you watch Ben's through. But no, it's one of those things where you know, I, I just, I'm not scared of getting your hands dirty. I think that's the biggest thing with starting your own business. Don't delegate. Learn yourself. If you don't know what you're doing, you, you know, you run the risk of um, not knowing what you're doing when you, when people are working for you. Mm -hmm. You're watching On Air Education. We do have a tremendous offer uh, that's funded by the government. And if you or anybody that you know uh, would find this useful and beneficial, we're offering free, a free telephone, a free Android telephone, a free broad, uh, broadband service to families that qualify. And uh, just go to the website, which is freephone411.com, freephone411.com. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with more On Air Education. Stop in the Where you go each time you leave my door, I want you to walk down the street. No when you rather love you me. This time before you run to her, leaving me alone. Hello, I'm Jonathan Scott with some important news to share with you. More than 34 million Americans are qualified for free wireless internet and phone service and just don't know it. Through our relationship with True Connect, we're able to offer qualifying families free voice, text, data, and an Android smartphone. The free smartphone and service are both shipped completely free to eligible recipients. To enroll, please visit our website at freephone411.com, freephone411.com. El Luchador Mexican Kitchen and Cantina invites you to treat your friends and family to a memorable dinner, enjoying steak fajitas, grilled mahi-mahi, or tableside guacamole with a spicy mango margarita. El Luchador Mexican Kitchen and Cantina is open at 4.30 with happy hour food and drink specials. Visit El Luchador West on Blue Diamond and Buffalo and the new El Luchador Henderson on Stephanie and Warm Springs. El Luchador Kitchen and Cantina, a Southern California twist on traditional Mexican favorites. Hold on, dude. Let me tell you something. We've got yeah. complaints. Yeah. You're back here drinking. We don't allow people out here with bottles of glass. We're back here just drinking anywhere. Man, it's Vegas, though. And now you're doing it in front of me. You want to you sip? Uh, no, I don't think well, so. Well, here. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just... Now here. you're doing it in front of me. Hang on. Let me just... How about if I do this? Now you don't even... Now you don't see it, man. See it just like this? 
I don't even have it. You don't even know I have it. This could be like a statue. Or uh, how if I just do that? I mean, nothing. How about that? That is that better, man? Nothing. That's it. I have nothing. What'd you do? I don't have anything. And uh, here, do me a favor. I want to make sure that this is the right part. So if you don't mind opening it, and if it's not right, uh, it saves me coming back again. All right, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Jonathan Scott back with On Air Education. We've got a great panel. We have magician, landscaper, <laughs> Murray Sawchuck, and we've got Dan Price uh, from Mountain Sunrise, Sun Sunrise Mountain High School, and Chris Schlafman from Clark County Credit Union, and all the way from... Uh, Kayla, you didn't say where you are. are. you in Reno? Where are you? Oregon. So I'm currently in Oregon, representing the entire state. So working with <laughs> clients all over Nevada. All right. Well, we're going to invite you to join the whole group here and let's kind of throw it out to, to everybody, to the group. As far as, you know, a simple advice in starting your own business uh, would be what? What do you what do you tell your students? Uh, I tell my students, they said, uh, get some business education, accounting, uh, some marketing skills um, in order to get moving and getting started. Uh, talent is one thing, but if you can't sell yourself and your service, then you're going to be a failure. I don't know if we were able to get any of, of Dan's photography uh, here, but I think that, I would think a, a photo business would be a relatively easy business to start. Uh, it can be, but you know you need to have the knowledge because photography's changed dramatically over the years. Once we started to go into digital photography, yeah, everybody's good. Yeah, well, uh, it's not even the cell phones um, that is the challenge. And actually, you know, I think that some of the cell phones have advanced so much that we use it in the classroom to teach some of the things. When we were in distance education last year, all my classes online, that's all the students did was all their work was done on their cell phones because we didn't have access to the, the classroom and all the materials within there. Um, but I think, you know, for people starting out in a business, I always recommend to them that they should go work for somebody to get a little bit of knowledge, see how it goes. Uh, they need to learn their clientele and they need to learn their craft and skill. Uh, as they move along, and that's with any of the career and technical uh, fields. That the school district, um, I, I believe, in the state here, there's almost 120 different career and technical education courses you could take. Anything from photography, video, culinary, automotive, automation, robotics. I have a granddaughter who takes biomedical engineering. Um, you know, in yeah, I was high thinking school. about taking that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, she starts to talk to me about stuff, and I have no idea. I just shake my head a lot and say, "Biomedical engineering." <laughs> yeah, that's like non fungible tokens. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Murray probably knows all about that. I though. don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. I just knew that you would. Chris, how about you? Uh, any uh, advice that you talk to the viewers that want to start a business? Kayla had mentioned it: uh, a business plan, research. You right. you need to know not only how to run things, like Dan was talking about accounting. Uh, but you also need to know who your competition is and, and you need to know their pricing because if their pricing is so low that you cannot do it by making a profit, you're going to have a problem then. So you need to do some research. Uh, the business plan that Kayla was talking about is very important uh, for anybody starting a business that comes to, comes to us. We, that's one of the first things we ask for. Well, what's your plan? So... Uh, even even Marie had mentioned it. You know, if your expenses are higher than your income, 
It's not going to work. <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> Kayla, you and I have talked at, at, uh, at, at length, and one of the things that you said that, I, that stood out in my mind is, why would people use your business? Why, why would they use you over the competition? Absolutely. And I believe there's two components of that. One is to say, will someone really pay for what I'm doing? The second, and this was referred to when we talk about competition, is why would they choose me over someone else? And so those two components are critical in understanding the feasibility of your business idea, but then also to help inform your marketing strategy um, and your overall business strategy. So it's absolutely critical, I think. All right. Is the SBA still giving loans out? For, uh, for so, because of because of the uh, pandemic and um, you know I know I know that there's there was a, a few different programs. Sure. So um, the SBA was running a few programs. Um, one key component to keep in mind was that those programs were um, focused on existing businesses. So those were businesses who had documentation to show pre-COVID, um, which didn't really help that much with a lot of our startup clients, which is a big portion of the clients we're working with. Um, so we are often looking at SBA small business loans and things of that sort to kind of get things started, although there are many paths to be able to finance your business. Um, and those are some of the creative uh, strategic conversations that we like to have with our clients. How are they going to fund this? Well, you and I talked about a, bu a bunch of different things that are criteria than when you talk to a new, a new applicant, if you will. And I found them to be very uh, interesting. And of course, the main thing is, like everybody's talked about, is, is it going to make money? And I don't know what the statistics are about new businesses, uh, uh, whether they're going to make it past the first year. And I think that's probably the most difficult thing is, is how you make it past the first year. Once you're up and running, maybe it takes three, four months to ramp up. And like Murray was talking about being creative and, and going to Kinko's and printing up flyers. And I, I, you know, I had a paper route. I, I interviewed Ramsey Lewis one time, a great jazz piano player. And he said he had a, uh, a paper route in Chicago and he always made more money at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was, that was the big handle for that. So to put the question out there again, let, let's, let's go back to you. How do you, how do you make your, your landscaping business stand out from the 8,000 landscaping companies we have here? I'm just, guessing. Well, you'd be nice to people. You know, I always say this, you know, people want to do business with people that are nice, that are pleasant, that care about them. Listen, I tell most people half the, half the, you know, success is listening to your customer, what they need. Most people don't listen. They're too busy selling how great they are, how many awards they've won. We can do this and we've done this. And the real question, in my opinion, is what, like she said, is uh, what's the benefit of using me? You know, don't brag about 20 awards, you've won best of this, and who cares? Why do I want to use you to cut my tree or to put my irrigation or to build a wall or, or what the case is, or even to use a bank or a photographer? You know, what benefits, well, when, if I'm a photographer, I'm going to shoot this way. I'm going to do things like this way that you may even not have seen. I'm going to cater to your needs. I'm going to make your kitchen look better than most or your fruit if you're going to sell fruit in a market or whatever the photographer is there for trying to sell, you know, or as a magician when I do magic, you know, what's my benefit of hiring me? Well, I can brand your company with my show so therefore your clients will have a bit of your company built into my show oh my god you know it's not about i've won 20 awards i've been here but who cares telling that you know yeah you know you want to listen to your client you want to give what's the benefit of using you that's how you'll get a lot further and get the job versus other people who want to break with their awards and what they've won to me i don't really care when i'm looking for a plumber i want a guy that's going to stop the leak and it's going to be a benefit to my home not turning into you know poseidon's adventure you know now i've never met a magician that didn't have a deck of cards on him 
You're meeting one right now. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yep. You're leading more towards the landscaping. I know. Yeah, or just come to my show, buy a ticket. <laughs> See, that's how you make money. Same question. Yeah, how do you, how, somebody wants to be a photographer. How do you make them stand out? Well, I think that first off, you have to know your craft. You have to understand the equipment, how to use the equipment, and then you have to know people. Because really, as a photographer, especially if you're doing like social photography like I did, weddings, bar mitzvahs, 15s, anniversaries, uh, you have to understand people and what makes them work. And then I have to, you know, you have to have the understanding that you're there to record the event. You are not the event. It's not um, about you. It's not about me. And I agree. The awards are nice to have for me, but my clients didn't care. <laughs> and I think a lot of uh, my success in the photography industry was is that um, I was very approachable. Uh, we worked in the background, and we catered to our clients' needs. I spent a lot of time with them finding out exactly what they wanted and what they were expecting as an outcome. And then I didn't overpromise saying, oh, well, I could do all the different styles of photography. I had a particular style in my photography. And that's what I would tell students. I said, you need to find your niche because that's real important and become successful at that. Don't try and be a jack of all trades because it doesn't work. And Chris, what, what do you, is there any particular business that you see more of in the last year or so? Uh, not really. We've seen a wide variety over the last year or two. Uh, a lot of people, uh, and it's probably a good thing, uh, we're, have been starting transportation companies. Uh, we've had a lot of requests for people to buy tractor trailers. And if you look at uh, statistics within the next, probably by 2030, they've estimated that you're supposed to have a million fewer uh, truck drivers mm -hmm. than they have right now. Well, all every piece of merchandise gets moved around country somehow. And it's either it's either via train or it's truck. Basically, so well, people are a bit, all you hear about is supply and demand lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, supply chain and you know what's not happening, and and I've heard from the school district there's not enough bus drivers. No, there's never enough bus drivers. I think right now we're uh, close to about three hundred and fifty short. Oh my! And there's eight hundred. From I've heard, eight hundred and fifty teacher jobs that are open. To, uh, to well, it it the right now there's about eight hundred and fifty, but then you have um like almost six hundred permanent subs, which are substitute teachers yep. who teach any subject, and uh, I don't think that's a benefit to the kids. And then we have a, a lot of teachers who are what are in the ARL programs. Like if you had a college degree in time and space, now you become a teacher in the school district while you're working on your teaching degree. So if you're Stephen Hawking, <laughs> yeah, this is the place for you. <laughs> it, it could be. I mean, and it, it's actually, the teacher shortage and everything is a nationwide challenge that right. we're having. I mean, unfortunately, like this last uh, December, UNLV only graduated 78 uh, teachers from their program. Amazing. Huh? Yeah. You're watching On Air Education. My name is Jonathan Scott. We're going to take one more short commercial message, and we're going to get a little insight from each one of our guests. Stay right where you are. El Luchador Mexican Kitchen and Cantina invites you to treat your friends and family to a memorable dinner, enjoying steak fajitas, grilled mahi-mahi, or tableside guacamole with a spicy mango margarita. El Luchador Mexican Kitchen and Cantina is open at 4.30 with happy hour food and drink specials. Visit El Luchador West on Blue Diamond and Buffalo and the new El Luchador Henderson on Stephanie and Warm Springs. El Luchador Kitchen and Cantina, a Southern California twist on traditional Mexican favorites. 
Hello, I'm Jonathan Scott with some important news to share with you. More than 34 million Americans are qualified for free wireless, internet, and phone service and just don't know it. Through our relationship with TrueConnect, we're able to offer qualifying families free voice, text, data, and an Android smartphone. The free smartphone and service are both shipped completely free to eligible recipients. To enroll, please visit our website at freephone411.com. freephone411.com. Each time you leave my door, I want you to walk down the street. Knowing you're rather loving me. This time before you run to her, leaving me alone. Jonathan Scott back with On Air Education, and we hope you take advantage of the free phone offer, freephone411.com. There's no strings attached. It really is free if you qualify and free broadband service for a year if you know anybody can use that service. We're going to go around the table and and get final comments from everybody. I knew uh, a half hour wasn't going to be long enough. And Kayla, if you're with us, give us a quick checklist, if you can, of what SBA looks for in helping new businesses out. Well, we are here for whoever needs us. I would say call on your resources. We are here for anyone in the state of Nevada. We will provide no cost counseling. This market research, helping you develop those business plans we've been talking about, acting as a sounding board to say, hey, is this a good idea? Should I move forward? Call on your resources. We're here to help. Chris, same question. Uh, Resources are a great thing. Uh, Attorneys and CPAs are always good advice because you need the attorney to help you set the uh, organization up. And obviously the CPA can give you great advice on your numbers if they are making sense or not. And let's give your website out again. Uh, CCCULV.org. Dan, same question. Um, I, I think for for me, um, it's trying to work with kids to find out what their interests are and to move them in the right direction for what they'd like to do in the future. And Murray, if, if somebody wants a career in show business, yes. not landscaping, but show business, mm-hmm. what, how would you tell them to get? I mean, go to school and get a degree. <laughs> get a degree in show business. I don't know that there is, any, whether there is but. Yeah. No, if you want to do something, my biggest thing is if you want to do something, you always say, if you dream it, you can do it. And that statement's true. We always never add the other part of it. You got to work. 48 hours a day in a 24-hour day if you want to be successful. And people never, at least this day and age that I'm seeing with a lot of young kids, they just want to work that hard. They just want to do one Instagram post and become famous. And yeah. I've never stopped working since I was 11 years old. And I yeah. put in, you know, I put in 200 hours a week. You know, so. Yeah. I, I was watching a, a podcast with my friend, uh, R&B artist, Al B. Shore, talking to Mike Tyson. And they were talking about two words. And those two words were, I am. And that, that what they meant is to have a succeed in something you have to have a target you have to see your target in order to hit it i am a television producer i am a television host i am a magician i am a landscaper i am a loan officer i am a teacher i am an educator what do you want to be what do you want to happen for yourself pick your target some people believe in a dream board i want to thank everybody for being with us today taking time out of your busy schedules i certainly appreciate it and if anybody has any questions please you can send us an email at news1lasvegas at gmail.com take advantage of the free phone 411.com i want to thank everybody here at show creators for helping us out and as always jonathan scott reminding you be nice to each other 
Eat well and party hard, my friends. Thanks for watching. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Thank John. you. Thank you. <laughs>